1: The best season of your life is just ahead. best season of your life is just ahead. The best season of your life is just ahead.
2: No season is like The best season of your life. The best season of your life. The best season of your life is just ahead.
1: And we yet believe that the best season of your life is just ahead.
2: A no season is life The season of your life The best season of your life The best season
1: of your life Is just ahead The best season of your life Is just ahead
3: and all others who join us weekly for our uh, Thursday fireside chat. And uh, we're grateful that you have taken out the time to uh, just allow us to speak to you, uh, to do our best to encourage you on your journey, um, and to tell you how much we miss you and love you. And certainly we appreciate you uh, for your continued encouragement, your continued prayers, and your uh, continued support. Um, certainly, <clears throat> I know many of you are familiar with the fact that the numbers uh, seem to be moving in the right direction. Uh, vaccinations, vaccinations are getting in arms at this point. Uh, and ultimately, we pray that the numbers will continue uh, to decline. Uh, the positive numbers and the positivity rate and hospitali- hospitalizations would continue to decline Uh, But as I've been saying for almost a year now, uh, we are operating out of an abundance of caution. Uh, We want to make sure that when we do reopen, that we do it safely and securely. Uh, And uh, continue to remind you as well uh, that our new normal ministry uh, meets on a regular basis. And we're seeking to uh, prepare uh, for uh, in-person worship. Uh, but we want to make sure that things are well planned, uh, and it will be a new normal. There will be um, <clears throat> it will be different than it was when uh, we last uh, were open uh, for corporate worship. And so again, we're praying, asking you to pray for us as uh, we use wisdom, and uh, we continue to ask for your prayers, your support, and your patience as well as your understanding, not only as we prepare to reopen for worship, uh, but that time when we do reopen for worship. And so, again, so grateful for each and every one of you, um, again, for your support and your prayers. Um, Continue to ask you to be extremely careful, uh, do as our uh, scientific uh, leaders and uh, medical leaders are asking us to do, to wash our hands, to continue to wear our mask and uh, social distance whenever possible. Uh, We want you to be safe, and we want you to be well and healthy. And so we're asking you to continue those practices uh, so the numbers can uh, continue to descend, and uh, we will be able to return to some sense of uh, normalcy. Again, we thank you uh, as the members of Salem for your continued faithfulness in your giving, uh, your tithe, and your offering, and to those ministry partners who uh, across the country and across the state uh, sow good seed into the ministry of the Salem Church here in Omaha, even though (coughs) they're not formally or technically uh, members of our church, but they support our ministry, and we thank you Uh, to each member of Salem and to our ministry partners as well. It allows us to continue to do ministry uh, with a spirit of excellence. And so uh, we are grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, Certainly, we want to continue to keep our church family in our prayers. We've had a lot of losses over the last few weeks. Um, And uh, so pray for those who are grieving and mourning at this time as well as those who might be hospital uh, or who may be ailing one way or the other. So uh, we want to lift our church family uh, in our prayers. Continue to remind you there are various platforms by which you can uh, give your tithe and offering. You can mail it to the church at 3131 Lake Street, Omaha, Nebraska, 68111. From 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. each weekday, Uh, you can bring it to the church office and just outside the administrative office uh, is a secure tithe and offering box Uh, and you can leave your tithe and offering there. As well uh, we continue to uh, again share with you, you can uh, give through our website at salembc.org through PayPal, through Venmo through GiveLify and uh, through the Cash App and very soon Uh, We'll be giving you instructions and it'll be on the website uh, very soon how you'll be able to give uh, through text as well. We want to make sure that it's convenient uh, for you to give and to practice your stewardship and discipleship uh, as it relates to your financial resources. Uh, We continue to challenge you to trust the Lord with the tithe, 10%, one-tenth of the resources he's given to you because we know that every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And so on a night, very quickly, we want to talk about something we've talked about briefly before, uh, but it is simply for each and every one of us to have a spirit of thanks. And we need to be reminded uh, periodically that we ought to have a spirit of thanks. And so we ought to have a spirit of thanks, uh, thanksgiving, uh, in our private worship. Uh, Daniel is a great example of that. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 10, it says this. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day (coughs) and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Now, you have to understand the context um, of Daniel chapter 6. Uh, Daniel uh, had risen to power uh, as he was in captivity, uh, and uh, th- he had some haters, some people who just generally wanted to see him, uh, uh, to do him harm. Uh, and it was his custom to pray, and so they went to the king and uh, decided uh, that you need to uh, put forth uh, a law that says when the, uh, the uh, musicians begin to play, Everyone needs to bow down to this idol that you created. Well, they knew that uh, uh, Daniel's prayer life uh, was uh, very, very important to him. And so they specifically did that um, so that Daniel would either uh, bow down and pray to this idol or uh, he would lose his life. But here we see Daniel uh, in the midst of his private worship. Uh, bowing down three times a day, and even in the midst of having uh, a, 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 a dollar amount on his head to be killed because of uh, his being disobedient, uh, the Bible says that he continued and prayed. And he didn't just pray, the Bible says he gave thanks And in spite of all that was going on around him, in spite of the conspiracy, in spite of the fact that he was going to have to pay uh, the punishment for prayer, the Bible says even in all of that, he found a way to give thanks. And child of God, we ought to do that in our private prayer lives, in our private worship. Uh, We shouldn't just go to the Lord with a list and litany of what we want for him to do for us, but we ought to simply sometimes tell him thank you. Uh, Thank him for all that he's done, how he has kept us, and how he has strengthened us, and how he has been able to allow us to be sustained even in times like this. We ought to not only give thanks in private worship, but Psalm 35 verses 17 and 18 says that we ought to give thanks in public worship. It says this, Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Uh, The author of this psalm is indicating very clearly that he finds himself in the midst of distress. But he says, when I get together with the saints of God, uh, then I'm going to uh, give you praise and worship and thanksgiving even though my enemies seem to be uh, closing in on me uh, I know my innes- enemies are not as strong as my God and so I'm going to thank you when I get together with the saints of God in, in the great assembly I will praise you among many people I will give you thanks in the great assembly and child of God, as good as the Lord has been to you, you shouldn't be ashamed to tell him thank you among the great assembly. You shouldn't be ashamed to lift up his name and declare your thanksgiving to him because of how good he's been to you in spite of what's going on around you, in spite of being in between a rock and a hard place. We ought to continue to have a spirit of thanks and, and be, uh, be thankful in public worship. But as well, the Apostle Paul, as he's writing to uh, the Thessalonian church, uh, he says something to us that I know we are. it's challenging at times. But he says, in everything, we are to give thanks. He says that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18 he says rejoice always pray without ceasing in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you now again I remind you it does not say be thankful for everything it says in everything everything you should give thanks For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I know there are some circumstances and some situations that we're not thankful for. But in the midst of those circumstances and in the midst of those situations, we should still be able to find within us uh, the ability to simply say thank you. And when you look at all that the Lord has done for you, how far he's brought you, how he's kept you, in the midst of everything that you might face, you ought to reach deep down and find a way in everything to give thanks. And child of God, if nothing else, we ought to give thanks because he paid the price for us. He died in our stead and on our behalf on Calvary's cross, outside the walls of Jerusalem. We ought to tell him thank you that he loved us enough and that while we were yet sinners, he died for us, and we ought to be thankful for the power of his resurrection. It's because of his resurrection we shall live and have life life abundantly and life eternally. So, child of God, we ought to have a spirit of thanks that exudes from our lives as believers in Jesus Christ. No matter how difficult things are, we still have A reason to be thankful. In everything, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God uh, in Christ Jesus for you. So you ought to wake up tomorrow with a spirit of thanks. Because if we see another day's journey, the Bible says these mercies that we experience are brand new. And so I challenge you, because it's a choice to be thankful. I challenge you to have a spirit of thanks. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, and we are so grateful and thankful for all that you've done for us. For us, And uh, we worship you on today, and uh, we are so thankful. As the old saints would say, much obliged. We are grateful uh, for all that you've done for us, God. And we're not going to simply have a spirit of Uh, complaining and uh, we're not going to look at our lack in life but we're going to be thankful for all that you've done for us if there is one who's watching on this Thursday evening who does not know Jesus as Lord and Savior I pray that this would be the day and this would be the hour that they would confess him as Lord and Savior and if there is one listening who knows the Lord and yet does not have a church family or church home, we pray uh, that they would uh, be a part of the body of Christ here at the Salem Baptist Church and express their thanksgiving for all that you have done. Lord, we are grateful. We pray your continued blessings upon our country and upon our world. We pray, God, that uh, this pandemic would be controlled and people would return to normalcy, and a sense of health and wholeness. And now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us before his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God, be glory, dominion, and power both now and forever. And the people of God all across this city, all across this state, all across the country said together, amen, amen, and amen. And we yet believe the best season of your life is just ahead.
2: God has so many things for you to